Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, Scientific Technics. So, the tech is easy, which is an acronym for the LTD Scanner. I'm your anchor, Kilabisada. And today we are going to be talking on preacrania. Preacrania, I'm very sure some people might have heard of it and some might have not. But this topic is very. I can relate with this topic because I had it when I was pregnant. So, you know, theory is different from reality. I'll be able to use my experience to explain so that you guys will know that these things actually do happen. So, preeclampsia. Preeclampsia is a pregnancy complication that's characterized with high blood pressure and protein in urine and if this thing is left untreated it could lead to some serious complication some what is termed a high blood pressure is any blood pressure from 140 over 90 and above so the stodic is 140 and above and the stodic is from 90 and above anything from that is termed high blood pressure in pregnancy once you see that your blood pressure is from 40 and above or 90 and above that's diastolic that is that's the major way of diagnosing preeclampsia but apart from this two there are other symptoms that is associated with preeclampsia we have severe headache Changes in the vision. Some people start having blood vision, and some people they can even lose their vision totally. Then upper abdominal pain. Some people they will just some people be vomiting excessively. Then there will be this decreased rate of urine. Like some people will not be able to urinate properly, uh, properly. Most especially as a result of the damage to the liver, because that's how serious this preeclampsia is. It could lead to liver damage. People do have shortness of breath. So, those are the symptoms of prayer. For me, I didn't have uh, all these symptoms apart from the blood pressure and the protein in my urine. I was that lucky. But some people do actually have all these symptoms. Some people have like two apart from the high blood pressure and the urine. And trust me, even the fact that it was just high blood pressure. And protein injury, like you feel as normal as anything. Did they check my blood pressure? I felt normal, but the way those doctors were handling me, like, hey, come on, we have to admit you immediately. It took me to the emergency room. I was just wondering, nothing is wrong with me, but to them, <laughs> I'm at the very high risk. So I was just that lucky. So now. Let's talk about what are the causes of this preeclampsia. Presently, they've not been able to pinpoint a particular cause of preeclampsia. Though, they were able to find some risk factors. Those are the factors that could put you at risk. They make you more, they make you more exposed to the disease, something like that. So, Number one is if you've had 
history of preeclampsia. In probably your previous pregnancy, there was pre- you had preeclampsia. Or if there is history of high blood pressure in your family. Or if you, as a pregnant woman, you have high blood pressure, like you had it even before getting pregnant. Or it's your first pregnancy. If it is a multiple pregnancy, that means pregnancy, maybe you're carrying twins or triplets and so, or it is an IVF pregnancy. So those are the factors that put you at risk. Don't forget the factors that put you at risk are being an hypertensive patient even while before getting pregnant. Your first pregnancy, having a previous case of preeclampsia, carrying multiple children, having history of high blood pressure in your family, and IVF pregnancy that as a result of IVF. So about, if you just think about this, with all these things being mentioned, this condition should be preventable, but I'm very, very sorry. For now, it is not preventable. But we are just open. Since they can't find the cause, so it can be prevented. The only way they can prevent something is when they know the cause of the thing. So once they know the cause, they will look for a way to prevent that thing from happening. But for this particular condition, the prevention is not yet known. So we are open. We are open. They will be able to find a solution to that. That will be like. A medical breakthrough. So, preeclampsia, like I was saying, that if it is not properly treated, it will lead to serious, serious, serious complications. So, some are, there are some complications that result as that arises as a result of um, preeclampsia. Number one is fetal growth. Fetal growth restriction. Sorry, fetal growth restriction. This is when that's they observe that most preeclamptic patients their newborns are usually small. Small is not just by size, but their weight. They normally have low birth weights. According to WHO, what is regarded as low birth weight is any weight. That is lower than 2.5 kg is regarded as a low weight piece. So, any baby weighing anything from 0 to 2.4, they are regarded as low birth weight baby. So, my baby had a low birth weight. So, you can see those are what some of the complications that arise as a result of preeclampsia because they said. As a result of the blood high blood pressure, the blood vessels constrict, so it is re- restricting the amount of nutrients the baby gets. So, thereby restricting the growth of the baby. So, the baby is not getting enough nutrients, despite the fact that the mother is eating well and all. So, another complication is preterm birth. For a preeclampsic patient, 
they have to monitor your blood pressure when i was in the hospital they checked my blood pressure like five times like i'm not exaggerating five times and they also check the baby's heartbeat so once they start monitoring the blood pressure and they say that there is no progress or probably it's just getting worse they will just say they will to save the mother and the child they will just have to deliver the baby so for some people their pregnancy might not be full time before the baby will be delivered like when i was in the hospital i met a woman she told me that was her third pregnancy but she she, she has always been preeclamptic whenever she's pregnant but for this particular third pregnancy preeclampsia started around 28 weeks or thereabouts so they couldn't control the blood pressure despite all their effort so they just had to deliver the baby via cesarean section they just put that immediately and she was like around 35 weeks like the baby is preterm coupled with being preacl- having a preeclamptic mother so like it's like fetal growth restriction plus preterm so the baby was very very small it was weighing like 1.3 or thereabouts 1.3 1.2 around that range so another complication is placental abruption this is when the placenta pulls from the wall of the uterus so this placenta that's what helps in the transfer of um, nutrients and everything the baby needs from the mother as it's in the exchange from mother to child but once the placenta is being pulled from the wall of the uterus there is nothing connecting the mother and the child any longer so it is very very dangerous as this might lead to the death of baby mind the placenta abruption do even occur in some people that do not even have um, preeclampsia just that preeclampsic patients are at more risk of having it we also have another complication is help syndrome the help is spelled h-e-l-l-p so this it damages the liver so that's why preeclampsia is very very dangerous imagine damaging the liver like what could be the worst thing that will happen a kidney can still be like if they can still remove one kidney and you have once they remove the liver that's the end they do transplant and that means you have to go and look for an organ donor because who will give you their liver <laughs> then it will also lead to other cardiovascular diseases if it is not well managed even the fact that i already gave birth my blood pressure already starting to normalize i was still on anti-hypertensive drug for like seven weeks postpartum and they will continue to check they will give you appointed day to check they will tell you to be checking it at home so if they don't do that if there's no postpartum care for the preeclamptive patients even if the preeclamptive patient lost that baby as a result she still needs postpartum care because it could lead to cardiovascular 
diseases like it could damage the blood vessels and it will even lead to full-blown high blood pressure so the method of managing preeclampsia is mainly with oral and oral drugs and um, injection that day when I just got to the emergency room after all the tests they told me to do told me to go and get injections and everything and drugs first gave me like two injections before I even started taking my drugs and while I was there when they noticed that there was no significant there was change but the change was not significant like it was still within the same range just change they added a drug for me after that they still they were not satisfied with the readings so they just changed the time at which I was taking the drug and the changes it was getting better and when the pregnancy was full time just delivered the babies like they didn't even wait they will not wait in fact if the day they admitted me had it been my pregnancy was already tamed as at that time they will not bother to wait if they see that okay the mother will be able to withstand labor they will just induce such mother if they see that with this high blood pressure they won't risk inducement they will just immediately advise for emergency caesarean section so that's that about that unless i forget some of other complications I've forgotten to tell you about this. The major complication is eclampsia. From the name preeclampsia. See, pre is dead then eclampsia. So that's like a preamble to the real eclampsia. So eclampsia is you have high blood pressure protein in urine, which is like the most important diagnosis for preeclampsia then they will not still be seizures the woman will just continue to faint blood will be gushing from mouth and other openings so i can remember i met a lady then when i was in the hospital she had a claim that though she didn't register at that hospital that is why it is very very important for you to register in a specialist like hospital where you, you get specialists to treat you it is very very important because being pregnant alone is enough risk so don't add you now putting yourself at risk by going to a non-specialist i won't advise that personally so the lady as i was saying she was rushed to the hospital they immediately delivered the baby through cesarean section but she was telling me Later, I was not. I just asked that. Ah, what actually happened to you? Stuff like that. They said, Ah, it was our enemies. They wanted to kill her. Say, Ah, you just had their claims. I said, No, they wanted to kill her. I was just wanting. That now reminded me of another case again. Of one of my neighbors. We just said she died. She was very close to her due date, but blood was coming out from her mouth and nose and all. I suspected this woman probably had a cleanser, but her, her family members insisted that it was one woman that killed her. And the woman already promised, like she, I said, promised, she vowed that she was going to deal with her. 
I just said, this woman, number one, she doesn't go for Atinata. Like, you know, there are some class of people that you know that this, they don't go for Atinata. But they just want to give birth. Probably they will just go and meet one nurse in their area to deliver the baby for them and all. So, this woman, she's that type of person. She sells in the market like they don't have that time. And you're saying she still went somewhere yesterday. Something, something, something. I mean, this woman just had to cleanse yeah. She didn't know that the blood pressure was really over the roof. That's why some people too, they might have it towards giving birth and doing contraction and all. And all of a sudden, they will just say, she just gave birth to so nothing, no hemorrhage, nothing, nothing. She just died. Most times, it usually has a result of that high blood pressure. That's why I always encourage everybody to have that symptomanometer at home. Always check your blood pressure, even if your Atinata appointment is still four weeks interval, two weeks. Endeavor to always check it on your own at home, so you can you can be recording it. Once you notice any reading that is more one forty and above, ninety and above, just immediately go to the hospital. Let them know they will do other test for you and they'll be able to confirm if it is preeclampsia or not so you'll be taking proper care of and please and please if you know any pregnant woman or you are the pregnant woman do not ad- if they want to try to miss another appointment please encourage them to go please please it is very important actually the day i was diagnosed with pregnancy, i was thinking of not going because the hospital is that we were too much than normally go for it. in a day we'll be like 100 plus i'll wake up leave home six o'clock get it around seven past seven or sometimes to seven and the number i'll be picking up about it's something 70 something like it's not encouraging so that i just said i'm tired i'm not going to be i was just thinking who would i tell that i'm not going to my husband isn't my mother they must not even hear that because they will call me to ask did you go for antinata oh let me tell them that no go hmm. i'll be serious so thank god i went that day so that's just it you have to be careful the kind of hospital you're going to register because i met a woman she didn't register where i registered she registered in another hospital but she said the reason she didn't want to register where i did my antinata was because they said those nurses, they might shout at people. So I'm just like, if you like shout at me so far, I go home with my baby safe and sound. I don't care. So she was already, they were already diagnosed that way. She did the antenata. Just that they only gave her drugs to go home and be taken. But I think she was not just feeling okay. So she now came to the hospital I registered. So she was in the doctor's office talking to the doctor when she felt the baby's leg and the doctor just checked her just took her to the labor room she delivered her baby herself but the baby was already dead so those are some of the complications from preeclampsia some sometimes they lose the baby that's why like i said before i said normally check my blood pressure and the baby's acid like five times a day so once they check the baby's habit and they see that there's something funny going on they immediately call the doctor and immediately emergency cesarean section just imagine there were no 
best and buy specialist and equipment for all this like what was industry i saw a lot that made me appreciate registering and doing my antenna day and also listening to them when they told me to wait because some people they will tell them to wait if the doctor just leave and go and attend to someone else they will just run away people do that in us which is not very very good so people they will tell them probably they did their antenna at the Marriott center they will give them a referral letter to probably a secondary health institution or tertiary institution they will not go on time they will not even go at all they say i know they will tell them to do cs i don't know i don't have this age and time if there are still people having all these myths about cesarean section so i also met another woman that they told they referred her from the primary care center on tuesday she didn't come until thursday by that thursday when they delivered the baby was already dead so and from the look of it the way the doctor said it the baby did not just die they probably died a day before so that's where you have to listen to your doctor's advice and use a very good hospital don't mean to act in answer have your freedom and apart from even being pregnant i prepared you it's asymptomatic it doesn't give you any symptoms you just see that him by the time someone starts having symptoms the blood pressure the high blood pressure will already be severe and should have damaged a lot of things so let me just do a quick recap preeclampsia is high blood pressure with protein in the urine and some other symptoms as severe headache pain in the upper abdomen loss of vision or blurred vision vomiting reduced rate of urination mm, that's all then the causes but there are risk factors. Some of the risk factors are multiple pregnancies that they are carrying more than one baby in IVF. If, if that's your first pregnancy, if you have history of pregnancy, if <coughs> you have history of pregnancy, if that's your first pregnancy if there's a history of either baby in your family or probably even you as a pregnant woman always in back high blood pressure okay because you know yet no there's no way of preventing it so you really have a way of managing it you can manage drugs and injections and if there's no significant progress baby will be delivered and sometimes if the passenger starts at a very later stage in pregnancy they will just wait till the the pregnancy is then and they will just deliver the baby but once the pregnancy is then if it was diagnosed by the pregnancy very then they will just have to deliver the baby as soon as possible some of the complications are Fertile, fertile growth restriction, 
That's why I said for that. Most of the authentic patients, their baby is usually small. They are usually low weight babies. Baby. And I said low weight, low bed weight is any weight below 2.5 grams. I'm sorry, 2.5 kilograms. Then placenta abruption. This range placenta pulls from the wall of the uterus. Then preterm birth, help syndrome, cardiovascular diseases, and eclampsia, which is the other pata pata. Because this will start fainting, start bleeding from your nose. This fainting reminded me of a story that my mommy also told me. She was that kind of idea. She went to give someone in the hospital that just delivered. And she saw an eclamptic patient. The man she already delivered, but she was convulsing. But despite everything that the doctors and nurses explained to her family members, they still insisted that she, she's a leg bear. That's what they say in my culture. A leg bear means the person has a cult in heaven. So the court members are calling her. So they said, ah, they need to go and do the sacrifice. So maybe they didn't when she was small they didn't give them the what they what the court members requested that was right so they want to take her back into the court so but that's not the case it's just eclampsia maybe the preclamp for people like that you know that majority of them they don't go far tonight so even if they had gone and they've told them look woman you have preclampsia so you have to stay in the hospital. Like they are telling you to stay for your own good. For some people, they will see it as if it is a taboo or something. Like hey, people will think they have a problem or something. That's why they tell some people that okay, with this social issue happening to you, you will have to carry out cesarean section. They will start saying go for me, go for it is for your own good, for your and your baby's good. So please, the lessons I would like us to take home from this discussion is number one, we should always have a female manometer at home to check our blood pressure. Even if we are not pregnant, it is better for us to have it. It is encouraged for us to have it. And when you have it, not that you have it and go and keep it somewhere, you should have it and always check. Your blood pressure you should have a blood pressure book like a jotter when you write the day you check it it's date if you notice that it is getting higher then like that's 140 over 90 and above like and it's getting constant not just that today it is high so you're not just start going maybe you take it today the next day like maybe like three times then you have to go that means something is wrong so you have to visit the hospital then always advise pregnant women you see they should not make attempts to even miss a day of their antenatal and you should always take their prenatal vitamins also you should make sure you visit good hospitals even apart from being pregnant please don't let's visit because you will still end up going to that place that you know want to go and by the time you even go there a lot of things might have been damaged so please 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 Actually, you see pregnant women, even if they are using a primary health center for your antenata, please listen to their advice and if they refer you, don't see it as your village people are after you. No, it is for your own good. In fact, 
God is behind you. That's why they are referring you. So that something bad will not happen to you. That's the main purpose of referral. Because they've seen that this case is beyond them. So they are taking it to better people that will be able to take care of you. So, always have a few nanometer. Don't miss any antenatal day. Visit a good hospital. Like, I can remember a woman telling me she would prefer an auxiliary nurse delivering a baby. I was just looking at her like, are you okay? How will you put your life and your baby's life in danger like that? Like, an auxiliary nurse that might not even be, even if she were an auxiliary nurse. Some hospitals, there won't even be a matron, a midwife to even supervise that auxiliary nurse. What? I don't know. Some people, they just like to put their life at risk. Maybe they will just say, ah, this hospital is cheaper. But there's nothing that can be compared to your life. Once a woman dies, it's a very serious issue. Because if and if you not even have children, like you're putting, you putting those children in danger. Who's going to take care of them? Your parents, they will just continue to die. Like, you have to take care of yourself as a woman. You have to take care of it in all ways possible. You have to just take care of yourself and make sure that you're not putting your life at risk. Do everything. But even me, as young as I am now, I'm always scared to get sick. Like, if I get sick now, who is going to take care of my child? Nobody. Is it my. Hmm. Don't even talk about my husband because that one is the only person I want to take care of me. So. That's as women, you have to. That's why I know there's nobody to take care of my child for me. I endeavor to do everything possible not to get sick. And if I notice anything funny at the beginning, you act fast so that it won't get to a very severe stage. So, those are the lessons I want us to take home from this discussion. Don't forget. Have a manometer at home. Visit a good hospital. If you see a pregnant one that is attempting, thinking of missing assistance, please advise them. Or if you are the pregnant woman yourself, please do not miss any assistance that day. Use a good hospital. So we've come to the end of our program, and please. Don't forget, you can send in questions concerning preeclampsia, or probably you just want to send a review about this program. This will be the first episode, actually. So you can just send reviews on what I maybe like anything you observe that you feel I should correct about the program, or things that you want me to improve on, or things that you want me to add. Just anything, any of your suggestions, you can send it and send in your questions. Please, and I'll be expecting. Can send it to my WhatsApp number 0705784 Once again, 0705784563. Till next week, I am still your anchor at Nabisala. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye.